Shank is the capital of uh, of Didradon. It is a really, really impressive structure. The what you see first is the underground part of it. So when you roll into town on this, you follow the Rainbow Road, uh, and you roll into town. It's a multi-level city, and the bottom level, deepest underground, is all like the forges and furnaces and workshops, and it is incredibly, incredibly busy. You hear it long before you start to see it. Uh, you smell it almost even before that, the, 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 the sulfur, sulfur and then the, 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 the chemicals and, the, and the, just the heat of it is a, a stark contrast from, from the winter that you were just experiencing outside. <clears throat> so much so that I think in your disguise, Marjorie, you're, you're probably a little bit warm compared to everybody else. Everybody else might have even maybe shed a layer. Um, but you, needing to keep the cloak on, you're probably, oh, it's probably no. getting a little sweaty. I thought we were going into the mountains. <laughs> it was supposed to be hot. Oh my God. I'm going to have like, I have ash all over my body to look like a crow. I'm going to have fucking Rudy Giuliani sweat. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that, yeah. What a nasty name. <laughs> Giuliani sweat. Um, <clears throat> Under boob sweat's gonna get crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like a whole ecosystem. I already do. Ew, yeah, that's what? true. <laughs> it's the second generation. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all... evolving. <laughs> the activity once you get closer to the city is nuts. Like unlike anything that you guys have seen. Like yeah. this this makes Knights Pass look like a sleepy country town. Like there's dwarves just in constant motion, running all over the place. Uh, there are lifters uh, who are, uh, <laughs> they're using levitate to lift massive, uh, like, you know, huge pieces of metal, hu- these huge, you know, ingots of uh, iron and different metals and things that they're, that they're levitating over to these massive forges. There's these whole teams that all work together. They seem to have a uniform of sorts that kind of denotes their jobs. They're all dressed very, very well, even though they're, they're working clothes. Berdelia's, uh, you know, very impressed by, oh, if they've upgraded the, the uniforms. Uh, they all have their hair done intentionally. Like, this isn't like shaggy, you know, dirty dwarves. Like, they all have their hair tied back. Uh, there are ribbons. The beards are all groomed very well. A lot of them are braided. Uh, it, it seems like there are four men of different uh, of different jobs who have uh, wigs, powdered wigs. Oh my god! And I they're love working it in the here. factory. They're working. Yes. Uh, well, the the four men are giving the you know giving the orders, but the workers have their natural hair all still very done up and 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 tied back and things. It seems like there is a emphasis on the formality of things. People move in groups. They move in teams. Uh, efficiency seems to be paramount. There are signs up uh, all over the place. Banners, uh, flyers posted on, on walls and on posts and pillars. Uh, there are many pillars keeping the ceiling of this giant cavern up. Are the notices and posters for like workers' comp stuff, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're for the expo mostly. Oh, they, okay. they are uh, there. There is, of course, the mandatory, uh, you know, posting about yeah. Work- Do we see any pro or anti-union flyers posted? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, neither way. Okay, interesting. There's an opening. <laughs> you don't see any pro or why are you again why are you stealing <laughs> stop trying to take over my entire character dude you know just fit Zabbis is a fun character i think give me that i want i want it. i, I should have rolled that. i should have ordered, ordered that i i made this i made this <laughs> i made um <laughs> they're for the expo mostly they're advertising when, over the next several days, the the smithing demonstrations will be, when there will be panels about, you know, smelting techniques and metallurgy workshops. A lot of this isn't dwarvish, so I think Fletch is the only one 
who can translate. Do any of you speak Dwarvish? No. no. Oh, that's such a bummer. Oh, and the two dwarves who are with you. Because I like... You do have that object that lets you read any Oh, language. yeah, you can read that's any written true. language. Yeah, so so Zavis can also read these flyers. Are these accessible panels for, like, will they have, like, a speech-to-text thing <laughs> yeah. and I can then translate it? We'll we'll see. <laughs> if, if there, there will be a, a babble fish, like, in Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, Day. that's um, honestly... All sci-fi tech. If I had to pick one thing to make real, it's that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, it would fix the world. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they're advertising these things. One of them that is translated by either Fletch or Zabis, Fredalia or Eldabel. Eldabel also hidden back with you, Margarine. She does not want to be seen. Here. What's Eldabel's deal? She is a member of a kind of like fringe religious cult. She is or she used to be? She is. The like, like moon worshiper, Verdalia right? used to be. And Verdalia They're... is the one who owns the clothing, the clothing store in, in Night's Pass. Wait, are yes. they exes? They're exes. Okay. Yes. And, you know, it, maybe there was a rekindling. You, you're not really sure where things lie with them right now. You're, you've gotten, you've gotten different, differing vibes as you've traveled. Just for my recap, when we had the uh, Night's Pass fight where the moon got blinked out, mm-hmm. there were energy ghosts yes that were red and then got turned blue they were blue they got turned red hey hey uh blue good red bad yep you touch red you feel like you're dying yep uh and that was stuff connected to her thing her thing yeah so we get hit i got hit yeah you got hit wasn't one of them knocked out probably yeah it was a whole big fight yeah um so that stuff is related to Diddy Don, not to not Middleton, to, yes. even though there were ghosts in Middleton. Right. What happened was that the mixing of the two things caused Eldabelle's ghost to go bad. She was trying to perform a ritual to like cleanse the souls of Night's Pass. Yeah. And it went bad when the stinky, bug monsters stinky stinks mixed with everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. So we don't have to worry about that happening. Probably. Probably. Not necessarily. You, you believe that you've dealt with the bug monsters so that her spirit magic is Not going to get turned goop? Okay. But yeah, but they are, they are exes. She's also hiding back with you because she's... The, the, the general population of Didridon views them as wackos. How would they know that she's a wacko? Is she wearing wacko clothes? Yeah. She, yeah. Are there cult she, clothes? She is kind of wearing cult clothes a little bit. She's, All right, that's a choice. She's not um, fancy. She doesn't have her hair done the same way. She she doesn't subscribe to the same fashions. She sticks out. Very Protestant of her. <laughs> she sticks out. Well, by the way, while we're uh, rolling through this area and I'm peeking out of the windows, I'm realizing that maybe disguising myself as a dirty bird person was a mistake. <laughs> oh, man, did we fuck up? It's what we've done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that uh, how, we'll see how that plays out. Um, so one of these flyers, you are told, kind of maybe offhandedly as you guys are driving by, Berdalia is like reading off the flyers like, oh, there's going to be, you know, I know that we have a mission and everything, but there's going to be a lot of stuff going on with the expo. The expo is always a great time. Oh, careful, lady. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Is What cult is she part of? It's, it's the it's... children, or not the children. It's the Light of the Aurora. Is that the moon worshiping one? They are a death worshiping. They're, They're the only oh. people that believe. They're the only people who believe uh, that the, drag. the dragon still exists. That's right. Because yeah. that's the dragon that lives like in this area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the mountains. Well, yeah. North of it. Allegedly. Totally. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> so yeah, so Berdalia is like, oh, you know, the expo is great. Like, you know, it was always a, a really special event. You know, I know we have a mission, but if we if we get some downtime, feel free to to you know go to some of these uh, panels. And she's kind of listing. Panel. She's listing some of them off, and she mentions that there is going to be a uh, a special research session. Oh, Marjorie is all excited about like, is it a cool food thing? Do we get to throw axes? A special a special research, research session, session uh, that is uh, discussing the theory of the heaviest metal. I tuned out. Oh, wait, the heaviest what, metal. What do you mean? Yo. That sounds What do you mean cool. you tune out? Is it like death metal, black metal? Right, that's what I'm thinking, dude. We gotta go check that out. Margarine has the heaviest metal. Well, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, she I don't does. need to. I didn't even think of Talk that. about science. Margarine, like, you should good. go blow their minds. 
Wait. Yeah. Oh, like be a scientist and be like, I found I it. found the heaviest metal. I could they could they could be impressed by my knowledge. And then Flat could go, wait, but I have the heaviest metal and then Wait, about that. But I'm supposed to be hiding. I can't go out there and be like, look, I'm the most important person here. I can do that. Can you can't carry it? Yeah. Oh. Can you And then they'll be like, Well, how do you get it here? And then it's pretty suspicious. Margarine, put him on your shoulders. What? That way I can't carry him. Yeah, like if you guys stack on top of each other and like you're carrying the thing. And you could be his arms. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be a good disguise <laughs> because then he's on top. So it just looks like. But him. if he's on and top, he's just... then my beak's going to be pointing out where his legs are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think of that. I didn't either. Maybe, okay, well, maybe I should be on top. And if we're really tall. And then I get find out, found out, no one will be able to understand that I'm the same person as the tall person. <laughs> Do Kekus get that tall? No. Wait, okay. Can I, how do I rack my brain? Because <laughs> in the world of D&D, I don't actually know Kenku's whole deal. Like, can they speak words? Are they just, are they dumb? Are they, what do, what's their... She's seen like, oh. one once, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I would <laughs> think that it would have been like, like you would have like made port, like <laughs> off the coast of the the southern part of the continent, the the Bunard Step country down there. That's like mostly gnomish. You would have like pulled in and made port there, and then like across the dock, there would have been like a bird sailor, like sitting back smoking a cigarette or something. <laughs> and that's like that's, that's it. it. That's the look. That it's like like the mm-hmm. fucking crow from uh um. Dumbo? Dumbo, yeah. Like, the racist one? Yeah. The racist the Big cigar. <laughs> That's your image. So you don't know if what they speak. You do know that they can, you know, that they're humanoid-ish and they can manipulate objects. If a, if a bird can smoke, it can talk. Yeah. That's logic. Oh, no. A four-year-old can smoke. Oh, and talk. And talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where flat goes. <laughs> Let's let's do it. Let's do it, Bordelia. I like it. It's a good plan. I will stand on Flack's shoulders. He will do the talking. I will hold the heavy object with my bird hand. Why will your voice be coming from your crotch? We found another problem. That's why I'm saying you have to be the guy on top. So you're talking, but you're you have to be the arms. Do you want the beak? Uh no, I fucking look beautiful. I'm not gonna mess that up with a beak. Are you insane? Look at this beauty. I guess I could take the beak off. Yeah, we could I guess we could take off the Nat 20 beak. Just waste that beautiful <laughs> effort. It's for not my waste. I won't, hands. We'll take it off. We'll leave it in the carriage. I'll just put it back on later. Okay. When I, mean, I have spirit, to walk around not connected to you. I feel you. like the spirit gum will be a little hard to reapply, but it's fine. If you lick it, it'll now, stick. Okay, so now my concern is my arms are coming out of my waist area. If, if you're they judge the our body. You're both, okay, you're both pretty sure. I mean, what if you're. Hmm. How can we make this work? Because I have to do the talking, but she has to do the holding. Yeah. Those are both upper body things. Do we know of any humanoid creatures that have two sets of arms Ooh. and one of the sets of arms comes out of the hips? Like a Goro? Like a Goro. Yeah. Can, can we roll, Gressel, can we roll <laughs> to see if we know of a species that feasibly looks like that? And it. Actually, does that exist? And if it has a beak, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll get advantage. You guys can roll. Uh, 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 Flack and Mardrin roll nature. Zabis roll investigation. Those are our weak or things. history. No, they're both five. Five's not going to do it. You, no goros that you're aware of. What am I rolling? Nine. Uh, nature. Twelve. Hmm. You know what, Fletch? Why don't you roll? He's not here. (laughs) (laughs) 
I googled four-armed D&D and there does not appear to I be. I mean, this could be a deception thing where you're just relying on your insane charisma to convince people that you look completely normal. Uh, this, oh, this is a science fair. Maybe we're like true. an experiment. Yeah. Okay. I can be the person who made you guys. Yes, you'd be the yes. mad doctor, the mad scientist. Yeah. Okay. We're a, we're a human centipede. I mean, you <laughs> It is the only way that they, it can hold the big heavy thing. Mike, okay. while you were gone, Small. we made a human centipede. What? <laughs> we were going to have you roll a nature check to make this make no, sense. No, we don't need that anymore. anymore. We, we don't, don't need, need that it. anymore. We don't need okay. anything to make so sense. So Zavis is going to be the mad scientist. Okay. We are uh, his creation. Yeah. Um, you are on bottom. Arms and legs. Yep. I'll take, vo- I am the, the eloquent monster. Heads and arms. Yes. And I'm the silent bodyguard. Yes. To make sure that no one. That uh, no one comes anywhere near them b- to realize that they're just two people stacked on top of each other. <laughs> because we are such an amazing uh, creation that we can't risk anyone you'll be, even touching us. You'll be basically the, the like plant where you're like, no, don't get too close. He. This creature. No, what we'll do is have Fletch uh, distance himself from us, and then when we do the show, we uh, he can come out of the audience. Are you okay? This would be a performance oh, you'd be on a your conf- part. You'd be a confederate, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. I don't believe that's real, and you can come up and pretend to push us over, oh. but like not actually use your strength, and we'll like withstand it, and then you could be like, never mind. Oh, this is God. this is legitimate. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Berdalia speaks up, and she says. I've seen some wacky things at the expo, and this isn't the worst plan in the world. Yes! Yeah! Right. I, I think I might even be able to fashion a, a harness so that, um, Marjorie, you could support Flack better. Yeah! Okay. Wow. Um, and then that also, maybe, uh, it might help your ruse, Fletch, where you could put a little bit of force into the push. Ooh! Okay. Uh, it, you know, just, just so that it doesn't look super... You know that then you can help help sell it a little bit. Great. Uh, let, let's let's get up to the let's get up to the hotel, and we'll you know we have some time before the the heavy metal presentation. Oh well, I guess this wouldn't really be this. You you guys probably need to go then to the botany section. That's a couple floors up. Why do we gotta go there? Well, that would be where they would present new. Um, new zoological discoveries. Oh. We have to be presented first. Okay, yeah. And then will we'll be the talk us, of the expo. Yeah, yeah, will they give us like a medal? <gasps> and we can walk around and everyone will know that we're also the best zoologists? Well, the the, the presenters who excel are usually rewarded with uh, a mask as as they're... Whoa. As, Wait, yeah, that's that's kind of, you know, culturally that's that's kind of something that we do up here. So many so many lives are lost in the pursuit of scientific discovery that one of the one of the highest honors that that scientists here can receive is is that when if they are if they are to to lose their life in the pursuit of knowledge, certain smiths will forge them a, a death mask that um that they wear into the afterlife and that that is affixed upon their sarcophagus. Cool. And that is um that is that is a really high honor. It's also a high honor to forge these masks. Usually, they're reserved for like the 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 really um, high level uh, professors and researchers and and uh, scientists. So you know, it's um it, you know it's something that we do up here, and, and and that's what you win if it it's not a practical. It's more of a prop. I guess it's on a little pedestal, and it looks you know it's, it looks like a little mask, it's like a championship belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need it to hold up your pants, but... right? Okay. Yeah, this this wouldn't protect you from, you know, getting an arrow in the face. But sure. it'll look oh, cool okay. on your shelf. All right, maybe just... <clears throat> I was worried Don't it'd be something arrow. stupid and practical like a research grant. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... I'm sure we could find a place for it in the mansion. Yeah, definitely. You can, we can put get it a trophy up. case. <laughs> what are our fire friends' names? Jim oh, and Steven. Steven. Steve is definitely one of them. They have very generic names. So wait, I have a Put question now Steve. about this whole expo. If we're about to do this, and you said that you've seen weirder stuff here, how much of this expo do you think is real? 
<laughs> yeah, doesn't this call into question maybe the validity of some of the things you've seen? Wait, so with with our track record, we might be destroying this entire expo and ruining it for the rest of the Just time. Delegitimizing yeah. the entire thing. That's why I'm asking if there have know. been scandals in the past. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I left. I left a long time ago to come to Knight's Pass. Um, and even before that, you know, I was a member of, of the light and removed from society a little bit. But when I was young and, and grew up in, in one of the cities, you know, and I, I w- was able to attend the expo a couple of times, you hear about scandals, you hear about, you know, faked research, or there was a really, really bad one uh, a couple decades back where uh, somebody claimed to turn lead into gold and they just painted it. It was like the laziest oh, thing. No. Yeah, I mean, like, we can actually turn lead into gold. And it was just like, you know, you don't even need to do that. Wait, like, you know, wait. there are certain alchemists here in in Digiton who can do that. You can do that. It was that just super lazy. We can do that. Yeah. Or, yeah. It, it's, it's guarded. Doesn't that it's a, devalue gold? Yeah, that would devalue gold. Well, it's the a very monetary. closely guarded secret, and they use it to regulate monetary policy. It's all very high level. That well, doesn't we... seem very up and up. Money. I mean, neither does the Fed, right? <laughs> I mean, we can print money. You go up to the. You go up a couple levels. There are. Uh, yeah, we did that at the start of the session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a massive lift systems that bring you from one level of this city to the next. Basically, lifters. Lifters. Yep. Doing they, the lifts. They do. They're 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 in the same uniform. They do the same levitating spell. Um, it's it's all very you know it's almost like a dance. There's big groups of them that are in, there's there seem to be kind of like four huge ones and they seem to be the main lifts between levels. Uh, you're basically inside of a hollowed out mountain mountain essentially. So as you go up, it narrows, and you go up a couple levels. And the level above the forges uh, is seems to be more manufactory type things. More you know, it's still very industrial. Uh, it's not as uh, fiery. It's not as like apocalyptic, but it's still very industrial. And then you go up a couple more levels, uh, and things start to get more livable. It seems that you passed by like a working class kind of neighborhood almost that's, that's built inside of the mountain. Um, you're starting to see now there are open uh windows to the outside there's that are almost like park areas that go out into the snowy mountain range we're beyond the suburbs yeah <laughs> we're in the suburbs, yeah <laughs> sterling heights yeah yeah <laughs> the detroit suburbs yeah but yeah like a like old school like almost like levittown not quite levittown where it's just like neighborhood built workers yeah. that's like oh, okay. aspirational kind of yeah yeah the house there are single family homes but they're very close together there aren't like yards and things although i don't know if dwarves would really have yards there aren't rock yards to play in <laughs> you go up a couple more levels and you get to what is a uh very utilitarian type hotel this isn't a resort this isn't like a fancy place even though uh it looks like it maybe was fancy at one time uh, it's nicer than Knights Pass. Like it's it's nicer than uh, like the Black Oak Inn, but it's still feels kind of dated compared to some of the other things you've seen around Steelshank. There's plushes, but they're faded. There's uh, statues, but the paint is chipped. There's like tricks of like like there's fountains that have like tricky water things. But they're they don't always work like that kind of thing. Oh man! Uh, Berdalia checks in uh, and says, "Like, okay, they're going to stable all uh, Popo and Butter and take the carriage and park the carriage. Uh, I think maybe Eldabel and 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 Marjorie Lalo here, uh, and we'll come down with the luggage cart and and bring you guys up. Kind of, you know, once the once the employees are are away, just to make sure that we can kind of sneak you in because." If somebody sees you, then it might affect the the flak margarine stack ruse. So, well, the flak should stay too. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, we fair. can do the hotel laundry cart thing that is in every movie. Oh yeah, where you 
hop in the laundry cart and we cover you up in linens. <laughs> you know, it's very fortunate that us small folk are the ones we gotta hide. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Nope. Yeah, it's one of our strengths, <laughs> along with looking amazing. In my part. Yeah, oh. <laughs> okay. I think you look good, Marjorie, says Eldabelle. She looks up and her beak hits Eldabelle in the nose. <laughs> I, w- I should take this off. <laughs> can, we, can we store that somewhere safe? It's a nat 20 beak. Yes. It's a yeah. real good beak. I can put it in my bag of infinite. Do we still have that? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. it's not still filled with acorns or whatever. There's, still, it is there's still, all kinds yeah, of crap. It is in still there. filled <laughs> with acorns, but it is it can also infinitely expand to accept anything else. Okay, finding the beak is a role. <laughs> I almost feel like that object shouldn't exist. It seems so. I think maybe I just think about it too hard. Like you ah, could put anything. I'm in sure there? there's rules that we don't. <laughs> we just don't pay sure. attention. Did we put somebody in there? A couple we put times. people. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've been in it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, that Sneak shouldn't in. be allowed. It <laughs> smells weird in there, apparently. Like, oh, because you put, the, you put a bunch of dead witches in there in season one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. we've ruined that object over time. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. It's... It kind of feels wet. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you're going to do the laundry cart scheme, so let's roll Deception, Zabbis, and Fletch. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. Nat 20. <gasps> nice. I rolled a... 24. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good job, guys. All right. Yeah. All right. I was expecting a different outcome. <laughs> uh, you're able yeah. to, yeah, snag a laundry cart from the hallway uh, after a, a laundry service person uh, steps into a different room. And you're able, able to yoink it and head out to the parking lot <laughs> and uh and sneak them into the hotel uh you've checked in your hotel room let's say that you're in hotel room 307 Verdalia is going to uh take a little bit to rig up margarine and flack so you guys are uh doing that in the Mar- margarine who was previously covered in makeup and ash is now only half covered in makeup and ash <laughs> yeah. because of all of the laundry that rubbed on her face yeah. and things. Oh, the laundry. No. Oh my clean laundry yeah. totally dirty now oh, no. like stark white linens the, the nicest thing in this hotel the linens the guy takes super uh, a ton of pride oh, in oh no yeah he comes back out and he's like oh my god why are we in like a la quinta <laughs> it's so weird well just you the, know just very like kind of Rundown little hotel. She's an expat. Fashion isn't the most foreign fashion. I'll say isn't the most well regarded. You know, so this is what they they agreed to put her up in. She moved away to pursue a dream. Yeah, yeah. this that is would how not they be treat respected her. here. Yeah. So you are. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is kind of the level of thing that you're it's in when you want to make film, but you live in Motor City. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Margarine and Flack are tied up for a moment, literally. Fletch and Zabbis, is there anything that you would like to do in the meantime? Well, have we... What's the rooming so we're all in the same room? I mean, I guess we have to be. It's usually how we roll. Okay. Um, you, I mean, you could go and get your... If you're like, no, Zabbis needs his own room. I mean, I'm just thinking if I'm going to be this like mad scientist and I'm presenting them, I probably should have some credentials for this thing, right? Oh, interesting. Like, okay, I can't you want to like show fashion up. your Okay, so you're developing your mad scientist character? Yeah, like can I forge I don't know what would like hey, can I ask uh Verdalia like what like what do I need to enter this expo? Yeah, okay. So you look at what uh so Verdalia's like, "Okay, well that's a good point. I do need to go get my welcome packet." Yeah. <laughs> for the expo. Oh my god. I just we're all like I miss conventions so much <laughs> that I'm role playing one. <laughs> She's like, "Okay, yeah. Um the the welcome packet table is uh on uh the next floor up. Maybe you could snag another one and we could adjust the name ooh like steal someone else's i wonder if i would be able to because i have like illusory spells i wonder if i could like can i forge documents does flack have anything that can forge documents we we were preparing for this for ages wouldn't we have known 
that well you weren't preparing for Zavis as mad be like a hey we're presenting a thing I got it you know I'm just worried they'll be like so where'd you come from where's your badge (laughs) yeah like I don't have any listed but I have to like a forgery kit I kind of just want to steal steal someone else's yeah and whatever that name is that's just my badge now and that's my name okay so what about if they show up and are like no that's my name well that's where my very high deception bonus mm-hmm. come in handy, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Hey, remind me right before we kick things off to give y'all bardic inspiration as a backup. Awesome. Remind you to okay. do that, or have you done that? It only lasts for 10 minutes. Oh. Whoa. Right? I didn't know that. Thanks yeah, to yeah usually in a in combat it doesn't matter. Yeah, combat only lasts ten minutes on average. Six seconds of last turn. Yeah, time. Jesus. Uh... On the side, I want to be practicing my lines. Okay. So I'm in the corner, being like, "Hey, I don't <laughs> yeah. think they look real. I don't think this is real." Hey, I, I kind of over here. I'm like, I... uh, just less wait, rehearsed. Wait a minute. More oh. natural. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait. Wait. You sound like a crosswalk. <laughs> you sound like a crosswalk. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we can get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 148 of D&D&D. D&D. Episode 502, the second episode of season five. Thanks for sticking with us all through five seasons. Or for joining the show if this is your second episode. Although, I would recommend going back and starting from the beginning if you have time and are interested in the story. um, Or going back and starting with Season 4. I think that's also a decent entry point if you want to cut out uh, 100 episodes or so of the show. But then maybe go back and listen to those. Uh, They're all really fun and all inform the characters since... uh, They've been in this story for five years now. And so have you, listeners, so thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media at dndndpod on Twitter and dndndpod on Instagram, or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes uh, up on the Patreon, and not only are they early, but they're also ad-free, so check that out. Uh, if you are interested and able to uh, support the show, it's the best way to support the show uh, is over there on Patreon. Another great way to support the show is through our merch store over on Tee Public. There's a link in the description for that where you can get some of Beth's incredible designs on t-shirts and other merch items. Uh, I have the logo on a little journal that I keep notes in as we play uh, and as I think of things. Uh, it's it's a nice little notebook, so you can get that, uh, or mugs, or stickers, or whatever you like. So check out that link in the episode description uh, if you are interested in merch. That's it for me for now. Uh, we're going to have a quick announcement about Andrew's uh, Kickstarter. Andrew Thompson, uh, artist and co-host of Your Art Friends, Beth's Art Podcast, which will be returning sometime soon from hiatus. Uh, Andrew's got an apparel Kickstarter. It's really cool design work. Uh, if you like Beth's art style, I'm sure that you'll be interested in Andrew's as well. Uh, his colors are fantastic. So check out that. Andrew's going to talk about it briefly with some more information. Uh, and then we're going to do a couple ads. But other than that, that is it for me. So thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Sick of feeling like an NPC in somebody else's story? Get some main character energy on August 15th with the Schmandru Art Apparel 2022 Collection Kickstarter. I can't predict your story arc, however, I can help you cultivate the wardrobe of an anime protagonist. Starting on August 15th, I'll be bringing all of my former Reebok experience to my original artwork in the form of two pieces of apparel. You can snag the worthy long sleeve tee, the wonderfully weird hoodie, and a ton of awesome add-ons at a Kickstarter special price. If you're hearing this before the launch date, head on over to kickstarter.com projects slash art slash apparel to get notified when it goes live. Start your next story arc August 15th through September 15th. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Fletch is practicing his lines. Zabbis, you head out on your own through the city of Steelshank. You head back over to the lift. You are significantly taller. Oh, no, I didn't think than of that. Most, a vast, vast, vast majority of, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. of the people of this city. Oh, no. Um, I feel like it'll help when the, it's like the mad scientist image. Sure, I know. can be really... Like intimidatingly tall. Uh, most, uh, obviously, pretty much everybody here is a dwarf. There are some other people, other uh, types of people who are visiting for the expo. So you are not the only uh, elf in attendance, although they are uh, incredibly rare. Most of the other people appear to be uh, humans who have kind of a Nils-like quality to them. Um, they remind you of kind of his vibe and his his uh the the liquor salesman turned valet bjorn um so you get the impression that they're probably hoskin folk um given meat that, eaters yes like meat and potatoes folks um they uh are of course the neighboring kingdom so that's probably what brings them here for the expo there is the occasional elf although they are, are rare you don't see any other Small folk. You don't see uh, any other halflings or gnomes. Oh, weird. It's except for dwarves. Except for dwarves. And and it could be a thing where, you know, maybe they're just getting lost amongst the dwarves, but... Am I just racist and can't tell them <laughs> apart? Oh, no. <laughs> Do I have a sense of why that might be? Like, why there's not... Your assumption without rolling is to just the remoteness of this place. Oh, uh, it would be hard to get to. Otherwise, you could roll history to see if maybe you know of any maybe cultural or any or reason or something history. like that. Uh, no, just ignore that. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a seven. That won't tell you. So. I'm just like, damn, it's not a wide variety of shorties here. <laughs> That's all I know. I, as far as I can tell, <laughs> maybe there is in Sabbath's place. You head up a couple levels to like what appears to be a town square type thing. It's a huge open cavern. There's there's these massive, gorgeous pillars. It's open. There's a section of it that's open to the outside. So there's a, a winter breeze coming in, mixing with the heat from the forges that creates an almost like temperate effect. Like the temperature up here is like nice. It's like high 60s, low 70s. Perfect. Um, this seems I like this place. <laughs> uh, everything is pretty controlled. The roads are clean. The uh, the storefronts are clean. Uh, there's a lot of uh, right angles, but there's also uh, intentionality in some of the artistry, although it's not frivolous. This massive pavilion that's set up where uh, you see this big sign uh, and you can read it because it's written in Dwarvish that says, you know, check in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, within this pavilion is a even bigger sign that has the, uh, overall like schedule for the expo. And there are a couple things to stand out to you. In addition to the, um, in addition to the, the fashion show that Berdalia is presenting in, uh, the heavy metal, uh, uh, research, uh, symposium, which you previously know about, uh, there's also... Something catches your eye because uh, it there's a, a picture next to the description uh, of a observation platform that is on the top of the mountain. It's outside and it's on the peak of the mountain, and it talks about there being um, weather experiments done. Hmm. Um, there's a there's a tour 
of the Royal Library uh, that doesn't seem to have a lot of uh, interest. Uh, it's a pretty, like, empty, like, it's almost like it's an afterthought in between some other things. There is also a, uh, a greenhouse uh, demonstration. You don't know much about that, but you, it caught your eye because you haven't seen it, much plant life. Um, but there is a greenhouse um, demonstration as well. And you go up to the table and you see that there's a big line of, uh, again, mostly dwarves, but a couple other visiting folk who are in line for their packets. Do you just fall in line or do you do something else? Yeah, before I get distracted and carried away by something else, I want to walk up and get my credentials, <laughs> a.k.a. try and do a, a sleight of hand. We're going to get tossed out of this place. We're going to get kicked out so fast. I'm going to have to become part of the human centipede to like <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay, you go up to the counter. Or uh, up to the table. We can't switch Fletch's role this late into the game. <laughs> he hasn't rehearsed. <laughs> uh, you go up to the table. Uh, there is a female dwarf behind the uh, behind the table, checking people in. Uh, really, like like big capped sleeved dress, uh, like big beehive hair, uh-huh. um, pow- like powdered makeup face. Uh, there's ornamentation in her beehive that seems to indicate that she is a, uh, plant scientist. There's, there's like, um, you know, plants that are in there, um, in addition to like... Microscopes. Yeah, like stuff <laughs> like that. Like, uh, you know, so that's, that's her. It's like a window display <laughs> as a hairdo. She says, oh, what's your name, dear? Uh-oh, I didn't think that it could be like that. <laughs> I, thought just, I thought it might just be look down at papers. Oh, hey, that's me. <laughs> can, I just, can I just um, go online and hit up a name, a D&D name, dwarf, like a dwarf name generator oh, and see do. if the name that comes up is a name that's like in the stack, like a first name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. This name came up. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there possibly a name tag for Kramen? <laughs> K R A M M I N. Roll deception. <laughs> I'm so scared. I rolled a three. thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Cramen, <laughs> you're gonna have to be more specific. It's a pretty common name. Are you? Are you? Are you perhaps picking up for an employer? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, uh, is there a Cramen here? I just, I'm new. I just started working for this guy, and he's got like I'm Elvish. He's got a Dwarvish last name. I can't remember how to spell it, but I'll know it when I see it. Oh, oh, well, all right. Well, in that case, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll an, an insight check for this gal just oh, to God. see how she. 12. Ooh. Ooh. Just, just, 13 beats it. Just has to be lower it. than the deception. Yeah. Oh, okay. 13 okay. beats it. Uh, <clears throat> she's like, oh, well, I understand. We, we get a lot of assistance doing this kind of work. You know, you'd think people would want to take this seriously. This is the 467th Expo, after all. You know, we put a lot of work into it, and she just kind of talks for a while. Yeah, can I commiserate and, like, get on her side? Be like, yeah, I think it's such a shame. <laughs> Clearly, you take this seriously. I can tell that you uh, are really passionate about plants due to all the ones in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going to check out the greenhouse ex- exhibit? Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be looking for for you there. What, what, what's your name, young Mister Dwar- uh, Mister Elf? My name is also Crammon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of how I'm gonna have to. I want to wear this name tag, and I don't want there to be any inconsistencies. <laughs> she, she says. She says, you know. I fell in love with an elf once. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, 
It used to be frowned upon when I was young, but we're people are much more open to that kind of relationship now. So, you know, I, I, I'm sure, um, you know, but but it's it's even more progressive for 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 the man to take take the name. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but yeah, my oh man, I'm digging myself into this hole so deep. <laughs> What's your wife like, dude? <laughs> no, no, no. I see. I'm single. I'm also a teenage boy. Uh, but <laughs> she uh, don't know that. Yeah, she doesn't know that. My, uh, yes, my father remarried, <laughs> and you know what? He wanted to uh, kind of break some ties with his past. He's kind of like a hippy dippy dude, <laughs> and decided to take his new wife's last name, and. Than I did too. I was young enough. I don't really remember. Oh well, okay. Then well, that really narrows it down. Then all right. So so uh, you must be looking for one zineer, one zineer cramming, one zineer cramming. That's it. <laughs> yes, uh, 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 professor of metallurgy. Of course, uh, we'll be we'll be participating in the heavy metal uh, uh, presentation later on today. Uh, here's the packet, uh, of course, and. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, j- I just want to say it's good to see young people here at the Expo. It's, it's a, an important event here in our world. And not, not enough people make the trip. And she, she just kind of, she's like an older yeah. lady who just kind of wants to talk. You I know? know. And like this guy I work for, you know, he might, honestly, he might not even show up. I'm here because I care about the work that he's doing. I might end up doing his presentation for him. An interest in, in the sciences is important, especially amongst your people. They tend to kind of get a little bit froofy. I'm sorry to say. No, it's okay. I I don't identify with my generation. I feel like I was born too late. <laughs> <laughs> this gal, you have made a friend of this receptionist, gal. She is uh, Hawabera Okenbo. Oh boy, okay. Hawabera. Hawabera first name? Okay. Hawabera first name. Okenbo last name. Okay. Well, thank you, Miss Okimbo. I will let you know if my my boss decides not to show up, and maybe you can come see the presentation that I do. I I, I would love to, and I'll see you at the greenhouses. Yeah. <laughs> just backing away. Yeah. Everybody else behind you in line is like, "Come on!" Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! I'm realizing I totally didn't have to like. I panicked and just pretended that that was my name because I was afraid she just wouldn't bother looking. But I fe- I didn't know I could get to get on her good side that easily. <laughs> so now I'm stuck with like my name is also the same as my boss. Man. <laughs> this is what Zavis is thinking is the elevator. Yeah, I was saying, that was so bad. <laughs> it could have been worse, but it was so bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, the elevator lands on the uh, the floor with your hotel, and you return to room 307, where at this point, Fletch still rehearsing, I think. Wait. Maybe, are you running lines in the mirror? Yes. I don't <laughs> think that's real. <laughs> I don't think that's real. Let me push this thing. Let, let me, let me knock it over. Try to knock it over. <laughs> you gotta do great, bud. And that, thanks. Marjorie and, and Flack are on like a little pedestal, and Berdelia and Eldabel are like pinning this like big leather strap contraption that that has like it's this harness so that it gives Marjorie support and it and like, it's like when it, you lift furniture, yeah, just it, wrap it around yeah. the stomach or like weight, like a weight belt. Yeah, lift belt. Yeah. Flack is all strapped in. You have your arms out. It works out because your upper arms are a little bit longer than the lower arms. So it kind of starts to feel a little bit natural. Um, uh, Berdelia, like, drapes over uh, a, a long, like, frock that kind of, you know, to cover up margarine. And she pulls from her hair one of her enchanted um, knitting needles, sewing needles. And she waves it over the fabric in front of your face, Marjorie, so that you can see. Ooh. I didn't think about that. A good seamstress yeah, none of always did. thinks about her client. <laughs> oh, thanks, Berdelia. Berdelia, you're amazing. Yeah. Also, you said harness. It's going to be 
a whole thing to try to get out of this. Oh, yeah. If you have to do it in a hurry, we're going to be in trouble. What happens if I have to pee? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Did you pee before we get uh, got on? I can't it? remember. <laughs> Why are you yelling? <laughs> Just two and a half feet above me. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I'm not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like you're like up <laughs> away yeah. from everybody. Bordelia, is there like a pee thing you could put behind my head? I. Yes. Wait, I'm not back there yet, am I? You have you're you're like about to arrive. This okay. was like what was happening kind of yeah, as you were okay. gone. Damn, okay. I just want to make sure that Flack doesn't pee on the pee back of my head. head. <laughs> right. Huh. I suppose we could arrange some sort of funnel system. Even Maybe like that's a part piece of-, of plexiglass angled away from my head. Well let's Let's think about think through the ruse a little bit. This creature, right, has to like expend waste. How would it do that? Probably from its regular. Not <laughs> 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 it's right. halfway up. All right, I, I, you I know, mean, I if, thought we were creating no, no, something, no, no. but okay. If we yeah, create this... like, if you think about it, you have to connect the top parts insides to the bottom parts insides. But we're only simulating that. From the outside. So, Bredalia, I would put away that magic sewing needle, because I don't want any part of his insides in mine. <laughs> she puts it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we'll just make a funnel. Yeah, I think that's safest. Uh, <laughs> you it'll pee were... out your butt. Gonna do something creative <laughs> and imaginative, but whatever. It's not really the spirit of the expo. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this not good enough for you? <laughs> this is very remarkable. I think we could also win the fashion competition with this one. Ooh. Can we clean sweep? <gasps> oh, win every single panel? Side quest. <laughs> <laughs> Completion is. We do need four masks. It would be beneficial to try to hit up as many of the panels as we could to try to get information on the professor's followers. They, they must have some sort of uh, code or, 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 or secret handshake or, or pin or something where they can recognize each other. When we're out in the expo, I think it would be good to just keep an eye out for, you know, anybody who kind of looks a little shady or off. You know, most people, I think, are going to be focused on the presentations, but, but this is a perfect, you know, it's, it's a very busy time. There's a lot of people around. It's a perfect cover for, for shadowy activities, you know, and, and we know that they're going to be after whatever kind of knowledge that they can to use for their their goals of of trying to access this the the dragon magic so you know we, we got to keep that in mind as fun as the expo is we got to keep that in mind plus i think these are the ones that i'm going to submit to the fashion competition and she uh opens she like waves her needle and a trunk opens up uh and it has like a, a wardrobe uh, rack that just extends out from it, and you see the it's your fancy outfits that you commissioned from before. Ooh. Nice, uh, and they are gorgeous. They are exactly everything that you guys could want. It's it's peak Versailles stuff. It's season two of Outlander. It's, <laughs> yeah, it is all beautiful and ornate, all perfectly tailored for all of you. And this is when Zabis is. And Zabis yeah, walks in right as the wardrobe opens so up. So beautiful. <laughs> You've got your little welcome bag. It would be so evil if we like to still decided to enter the fashion contest in one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> With your four-armed guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flack is very uh, lovely. Yeah. And fierce. And his bottom is too. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> what if for the pee problem, do you want the, the bag of holding? <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly had that thought. Oh my That's God. why I asked it's if I was there. a perfect solution. Just put it around your penis and butthole area. <laughs> sure. Travis just knew there was a pee problem. Oh yeah. my God. Can we do that? Do you know we could? Mm, actually, I put you know, the beacon there. The physics of this would be kind of impossible. I was thinking we could cut two little holes in it so you can make it into like a little diaper. <laughs> but then, like, if you put your legs in it, you're just your legs just go into infinite. Like, there wouldn't be a hole. 
Oh. To, ooh. Do you know? Yeah. I don't want to. I can't think about it too we'll hard. We'll experiment with that later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Not, not now. Yeah. That could be a submission for one of these panels. This infinite diaper. <laughs> <laughs> with a waste management panel. Yeah. Oh. Everybody's not talking about like aqueducts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like irrigation techniques. And we're like this. You can pull infinite poop. poop in this. <laughs> Fletch buddy, did you, are you remembering to breathe? You look very sweaty. Yeah, I'm breathing. You got this. You got it. I'm breathing. Yeah, you've been, you've been rehearsing. Breathing. Yeah, you got this, man. Yeah. And no, you're like, you know, you're smart. You can. You. All right. Hey, listen, I don't need all this. Inc- like, whatever you guys are doing, I don't need it. All okay. right. Now all right. let's get you in it. your wig. And Are and... you talking to me? <laughs> uh, <no>. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. I want a wig. Oh, that Wait. was great. <laughs> was it? Oh, I did it. Yes. Thanks. Uh, but but yes, I was talking. You, you, we do need to get you the, for for all the gentlemen. Um, I need a wig. Okay, you need a wig. Ooh, right. we got the monster. I'm a beautiful, eloquent wait, monster. Wait, I get a powdered wig. Yeah, I forgot. I just was sitting here thinking, like, I Chelsea am a girl, therefore do not get powdered wig. But then I remembered. Wait, my character's a boy. I get a fucking <laughs> wig. I'm so excited. Could I have a wig? No. Well, you're, you're it wouldn't make currently sense. your head is that would be a merkin. I don't he's your everybody... wig. Ew. <laughs> he sees your wig. You can have mine after we're done. There you go. Thanks, Martin. You have you have so much natural hair. I'm sure we could do something very inventive with it. Yeah, Martin just wants to fit it. Um, Mar- Martin's just behind a sheet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one can see Martin. <laughs> We're getting pretty good. Berdelia kind of steps back. She observes the monster, such as it is. <laughs> Zavis, you are, you are dressed up uh, in your finery, uh, your powdered wig, your, your shoulder pads, uh, poofy sleeves, and, and the little short pants with the, the high stockings. Yeah. Um, the the a shiny, shiny buckle on your shoes. Amazing. And uh, you put on your uh, your credential badge that that reads <laughs> Wisnier Kremen. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> like uh, I'm just are these badges just straight up little la- like plastic? Like, oh yeah, lanyards? of course. Oh god, that's so funny. Everyone <laughs> has to dress up so fancy, and then the badges are just that. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's just a little, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, all access. Yeah. Uh, it seems that uh, uh, Professor Crammon, you know, was, uh, is well-respected. It's like, like, your badge is even better than Berdelia's. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did I get swag? You, you got do- a packet. Yeah, there is oh, a whole- Oh, yeah. There Can is- I look around in there? What, what's in there? Do you know? <clears throat> there- <laughs> Any exclusive drops? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I can <laughs> sell it a markup. <laughs> Just Listen. like the pin that they redo every year and yeah. everyone throws away. I've done it before when I was strapped for some cash. You have a schedule and itinerary and stuff. Um, there is, because uh, Professor Kramen is, is presenting at the Metal Symposium, there is a, a whole little booklet all about uh, that and um who's going to be presenting and the goals of trying to find the heaviest metal and why it's important an important field of study mostly it talks it's it's all very dry but mostly it just talks about like the the noble pursuit of trying to find something that is uh, beyond uh humanoid comprehension of the of uh even even our strongest smiths and and most powerful uh, uh lifters would not be able to uh manipulate uh, a metal as heavy as we theorize existing, um, you know that kind of garbage. Um, there is a <laughs> there's a, a, a aluminum water bottle and yes, <laughs> oh my god, like what are those fucking things called? Oh, Visco girls had them. Like a, you yeah. put stickers on them. Like the big. Mike loves them. Yeah. Hydroflask. 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 What? They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Before oh. that, it was clean canteens. Yes. That and you get one of those. Uh, you get, uh, there's a set of coupons for various, uh, uh, steel shank restaurants. Um, <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all, you know, chamber of commerce kind of stuff. Right. Um, Smart coupons. 
Verdalia puts the finishes, finishing touches on her monster. Um, let's, well, she she's crafting this now, so you guys don't need to roll. But she's she's giving you so that your arms all match. You know, she's like painted your your uh, your fingernails. She's give like done makeup Ooh. on your hands so that they look similar and they have a different color that's not your natural skin color. She doesn't really do a whole lot to your face, Flack, to preserve the loveliness. Oh yeah, you don't paint over the Mona Lisa. <laughs> She's given you margarine elaborate shoes made to look like feet because your tiny little uh, halfling feet <laughs> do not match with this. Oh no, uh, this creature. Fair. Little petite feet. <laughs> and she steps back and admires your work, and then she says, "I think we have a monster." Oh my god. What have we done? And then Marjorie and I high five. Yeah. I high five, he low five. Uh, we're going to break for dinner. Ooh, Yay! Oh, I'm hungry. Cool. D&D&D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan. Next time on D&D&D. I push him aside and (laughs) (laughs) tell buddy, we're at the zooologist. (laughs) This is the first time I've heard him talk like this. I don't know what you said. What the fuck did you just say? I stop ham boning.